You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello and welcome to episode number eight of the Life After Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Brad Lieb. I'm a former professional hockey player interviewing other former players about their life after hockey journeys. And this podcast would not be possible without the help and support of the Hockey Podcast Network, a network of individual podcasts that cover every single NHL market. Find them online at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com and follow them on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. And before we get to this week's interview, I'd like to take a moment and thank last week's guest, Chris Cedarstrand. After a junior hockey career playing for the Red Deer Rebels and the Swift Current Broncos, Chris was involved in a workplace accident that resulted in the amputation of his right leg. After a long road to recovery, Chris returned to hockey, playing for Canada's national sledge hockey team and competing for Canada at the 2014 Sochi Olympics. He also won a silver with Canada at the 2015 World Championships. Now retired from international competition, Chris has created the Cedar Strand Foundation, supporting individuals with physical limitations to reintegrate back into sport and physical activity. For more information on Chris and his foundation, please visit chriscedarstrand.com. Episode number seven with Chris Cedarstrand. Go check it out. And that brings us to this week's guest, a 14-year NHL veteran and current owner and CEO of Verbero Hockey a hockey company that is reinventing the hockey protection and apparel market and providing opportunities for former players as well. We talk about the experiences and skill sets that make him such a unique owner in the world of hockey protection and apparel. And we discuss the only ambassador of Verbero Hockey and why she is such a perfect fit for the brand. So, Without further ado, here is my interview with Andy Sutton. Enjoy. All right, here we go. My guest today was born in London, Ontario. He played collegiate hockey for Michigan Tech University. And despite being undrafted, he went on to play 14 years in the NHL playing for the Edmonton Oilers, San Jose Sharks, Minnesota Wild, Atlanta Thrashers, New York Islanders, Ottawa Senators, and Anaheim Ducks. He retired in 2013 and is currently the owner and CEO of Verbero Hockey. Thank you for doing this and welcome Mr. Andy Sutton. Hi Brad, thanks for having me. I'm looking looking forward to connecting with you today. Yeah, there, there's, there's so many, I feel like, different things I'd love to, to ask you and talk talk to you about and and because this is the life after hockey podcast we'll start there um you 
had 14 years in the NHL, one year in Switzerland. I'm curious, after that long of an NHL career, what are you most proud of and 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 why do you think you were so successful for so long? Well, I mean, honestly, I, I never really felt that that proud, I guess. I don't know. It's, uh, you know, my life's always felt like um, there's 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 more and it, it's kind of like an all roads lead to Rome type of thing. So everything kind of compounds and stacks on top. And I, I think the best is still yet to come. I'm having as much or more fun now than I've, than I've ever had, um, you know, doing what I'm doing now. And it's it's I'm only able to do this as effectively because of the time that I've spent. So I've got to be thankful for that. Um, you know, and then I, I guess, uh, you know, looking on it from here and, and maybe why I was able to last, I think you've got to, uh, you've got to be able to reinvent yourself on a regular basis. You've got to, um, you've got to have a, like an unrelenting, uh, self-confidence and work ethic that I think has to be underlying. I mean, you did it too, and you go through so much adversity, so many different situations. Um, you know, I had so many injuries. I mean, I had, I had 14 surgeries over a 16 year period and, I missed more games due to injury than than any player over the course of my entire career. So I, it was always something I was dealing with, you know, which uh, made it challenging. So perseverance was definitely a you know a big factor, and then uh, just you know faith and um, and get, giving it giving it all I have, you know, and, and in the end, like the ability to be present and focused and and uh, you know and trying as hard as you can to make the most out of the opportunities that you have in life is really everything, you know? And, and um, so I was doing that then. And I, I would say I continue to, to do that now. Perseverance and, and hard work. And, and you couldn't do that without being disciplined and consistent along the way uh, as well. And, and I think everyone has their own experience talking with different guys, uh, regardless of, you know, the level that you played at or the length of your career, everyone has their own experience with their transition to life after hockey. And just curious about um, how how your uh, transition uh, went after after 14 years, uh, 15 years. Why? Why then? Um, and then what you found most challenging? Well, it was it was certainly dynamic, um, you know, and I and I had even had the foresight to start to try to prepare myself. You know, I, I started uh, I studied engineering at, at Michigan Tech and I, I always had an inquisitive mind, I think, because of all the injuries uh, and just the style of play that I that I uh, that I embodied, you know, and a lot of shot blocking and and, and things. I, I ended up spending a lot of time with the equipment managers trying to perfect my gear to be able to stay in the game longer and not hopefully not get injured again. So. That sort of, you know, one thing led to the next. And, um, you know, I, I started using my analytical mind and engineering background and, and creativity and even ambition and entrepreneurial spirit to develop some intellectual property in the protective space um, and, start, and started, you know, forging that path while I was playing for the Ducks and then, and then with Edmonton and, and then uh, came out of that and really went into a licensing program of which I uh, had, had my intellectual property immersed with the Easton brand. Uh, for about three years and we're you know deep in conversations about how to integrate it and and uh shortly thereafter bauer acquired them and and squashed the project so i lost i lost uh, a lot of years of, of work but uh, i didn't lose out on all the opportunities that were presented through that uh, meeting great people understanding more about you know manufacturing sourcing and 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 different things so it, there were definitely hurdles along the way and and you know inter, intermixed with that it's like a an uncertainty maybe in a lot of ways too that you 
um, you know, know what you're doing because it's it's not so, it's not so similar to you, right? It's a completely different way of thinking about things, and you're also not evaluated 45 seconds at a time, you know, or a period at a time, or even a game at a time. It's um, you know, life after hockey is, is a, you got to play it long. You've got to think about it more as a marathon than a sprint. And we're so used to being sprinters and, and gladiators. And so that, that sort of war that's waged in the mind of the athlete, I think is the hardest thing to circumnavigate because um, you are so used to being able to just like exert yourself to, um, to be able to realize that thing that you're, that you're chasing, right. you you can, you can always exert yourself and, and, and try to impose yourself on that, on that, you know, on the change you're trying to create. So in a lot of ways, that was the most challenging thing. And then uh, I would say beyond that, getting to the point, you know, where I've had things that got me excited to get out of bed in the morning, things that gave me chills, you know, like uh, that's something that, not everybody gets and, and you might only get that once in life. And I feel like we were very lucky to play for a really long time and, and got to experience a lot of that on a regular basis. And then coming, um, you know, coming out of the game that, that those emotions, those high level emotions weren't so prevalent. And that was really challenging to know what to do with all that displaced, uh, you know, energy and passion. Right. So thankfully now with Ribeiro, I have, I have a great opportunity to thrust that forward, but, um, you know, it's it's definitely been a it's definitely been a learning curve, and and for everyone, I'm I'm quite sure it's it's uh, it's very challenging. Because I don't I don't think it can be done without a without significant challenge. Yeah, there there definitely is. Uh, you have to put some intention into it, absolutely. And and I think that's been some of the things that that have come up. Like one um, identity uh, guys that you know have found that their identity is shifting from from a hockey player and and you know and even even going into the, the mindset of like hockey is 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 what you do not who you are but really understanding that after the game and and the identity piece comes up and then like you're mentioning the the passion and the the interest um is is another thing that you know i i for myself it's i was all hockey all the time when i played and you know almost like you you didn't want to get out of that lane you didn't want anybody to think you had other interests because you know you, you didn't want to seem like you were less focused on the game so you were you know even more dialed in and and as i mentioned i have a teenager and and you know that's that's one of the things and he plays hockey so that's one of the things i want him to be involved with different things and and um and explore and try different things because hockey does end at some point and uh, Verbero is, is creating opportunities for former players. And I want to get to that at the end. Um, uh, but what are, if anything comes to mind, like talking with other players and, and going through those transitions, what, what are some of the other things that you hear that, that guys, um, uh, are dealing with, with in, in transitioning into their life after hockey? Well, I think more than anything, there's a, there's an aimlessness, you know, like, I, like we discussed, you know, the, the the just the sheer intensity of which we we live in for so long and then there's nowhere to place that anymore um and then i think what happens with boredom and ac access to money and an invincible spirit is you start you start messing around with with self-medication and uh and that's a slippery slope um and i'd say that's the next thing that that makes it that compounds the problem because then you live in a greater you know disparity between the real world and the and the altered uh, reality that you've created for yourself. 
and it does none of it really helps you get to where you need to go to be able to to tr truly succeed in your life after hockey. And you know, the, there's there's a there's an entire life left after that for most of us. We're young men, you know, and even if we play as long as we did, we're young men, and we have young people, uh, children, you know, in our families that, that are watching what we're doing, and we have a responsibility to. Uh, to lead by example. So I think that's the next thing. It's a, you know, there's, there's a mirror always looking back at you in the process and, and you, in a way, maybe there's even like a shamefulness that, 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 that exists in that space where you're, you're waffling or you're not sure what to do or how to do it. And then maybe you're not making the best choices because now no one's looking anymore. You're not getting weighed in on a Monday. You're not, you know, you're not having to go into training camp and be evaluated. You're, you're your own governor. Uh, you know, start to finish the entire way through. So it's really, it's all on you for the first time. Uh, and maybe, maybe it, it takes some time to understand that. And then from there, like, well, what are you going to do with the time that, you, that you're lucky enough to have? Um, you know, that's, that's the next thing. And then finding that thing that, that uh, floats your boat is, is the, is the next thing, something, you know, something, uh, a positive, you know, influence in your life that, that can, uh, can, can check the boxes for you. Absolutely. I, I, I definitely resonate just with a piece uh, before we move on. It, the idea of uh, maybe escaping and, and suppressing, um, and, and I did it through alcohol and just the aimlessness of, of what you're talking about. And, you know, I think just the awareness and even just conversations like this, that, that um, you know, it, that we, that, that there are others that go through it and, and to reach out for help and, and, um, you know, that that's one of the aims with with this podcast, just to create conversation um, and, you know, moving uh, to, you know, getting back to your career. You, you mentioned um, you you had 14 I, and I and I read this as well. You had 14 surgeries throughout your career um, and you were in an air cast as much as you were a dress shoe. Um, and there there were other experiences uh, that after your career that, that actually um, allows you to be a very unique fit for, 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 for Verbero. Um, can you tell us about the work experience journey after hockey that led you to where you are right now? Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I was, I was touching a little bit on the, you know, sort of IP development and, and uh, you know, licensing program with Easton and that was very high level. Um, you know, very ambitious for sure. And then when that kind of fell apart, I, I was, a little bit lost again um you know i uh I, I didn't really know where to take it from there um so i ended up, I ended up turning to a, a friend of mine that, that owns a hockey company and um he's on his third go around his first two times he, uh, he did it he founded both hockey giant and hockey monkey here in the u.s and and uh third go around was all about own brands um and i got to i got i i called i called his name is chris malky i called him one morning and say chris i want to come and work with you he said, "Come on down, we'll figure it out." So I went down, and very quickly, we isolated on uh, on a you know a set of parameters that would that would work for both of us. And uh, I, I worked as uh, acting president of that company for a little over four years. Um, during that time period, I got to really touch every facet of hockey on the you know from the manufacturing side to brand development, product development, uh, sales, marketing. Uh, even warehouse management, I, I got a chance to touch just about everything, and, and got to you know side by side with Chris and really learn the ins and outs of e-commerce and and a lot of the things that he'd been doing for almost 25 years. Um, so that that sort of you know set the stage, I guess, for me to uh, take my collective uh, knowledge in the game, you know, from playing in it, 
you know, working at it in the licensing side of things and product development side, and then and then working working with Chris um, and learning all the other facets of the business. During my time there, I had uh, I had invested in a couple of the companies that we had acquired uh, during my my tenure there, and uh, and as COVID sort of hit, I had an opportunity to. Uh, you know, it seemed attractive to be an unrestricted free agent again. So I told Chris that I was going to leave, um, but that I was going to take the Verbero brand with me and I was going to leave some other brand interests in behind in exchange and um, all with the, with the sole, with the sole purpose of, of, uh, of running this the way that I want to run it. And, and in that regard, you know, I put some really aggressive programs together that have really changed the face of, of hockey, uh, you know, and certainly from the brands that people are, are traditionally used to, um, you know, all the way from our sales structure, we tripled the industry standard commission rate. We sell a player direct pricing to everybody. So we're not, you know, trying to go through, uh, through wholesale channels and uh, having to account for that margin. And we're really all about, you know, really, aggr really aggressive pricing structures um, and, and selling those and marketing those to, to people directly. Um, our focus is on, you know, individuals, certainly, but teams, leagues and associations we want to sell to. And then uh, uh, we also created a proprietary software system that allows us to auto generate team stores where essentially all of our catalog products are available 24-7, 365s for teams, leagues and associations to access product uh, through e-commerce, making it really, really, really easy for uh, for the associations that we're uh, fortunate enough to partner with to uh, to access the products, to allow their customer base to access the products. Um, we put in some really incredible, uh, you know, options on that as well. Uh, you know, we we offer a, a credit back uh, program to the to the teams, leagues or associations that we build the stores for allows them to accrue a credit that they can use towards future purchases. Um, you know, we also make it really easy for the for the families to be able to go in there and buy the stuff. And we have everything at, at, at very aggressive prices as well, because we we really believe that you shouldn't have to forsake qual uh, quality for uh, you know, for against costs. So we we're uh, we like to we like to put value and uh, you know innovation performance in the same sentence. We take a lot of pride in that. So many good things. Uh, your tagline is is be different, and and everything you said is is definitely um, disrupting or or you know with the intention of disrupting the market. Um, just from you know having top products direct to direct the teams, direct the consumer, and and the apparel stuff. Um, can you talk about, you know, why I, I think I've heard, I've heard you talk about why that's needed in the industry. And, and even we touched on before, I, I don't want to be buying a, a $300 stick, um, for, for myself or, or for my teenager. It's, it's, it's getting, um, very pricey just to play hockey. So, um, the idea of, of disrupting kind of the market, um, and, and kind of how, um, things have got out of hand for, for with with some of the the big names in in uh, in in sport. So can you talk about maybe um, you know just why why you feel that's needed to disrupt the market? Well, it's it's long overdue. You know the 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 main the mainstay brands have been entrenched for so long in such a way that um, you know pe people the the average consumer I think just thinks it's the way that things have to be. Um, you know, and, and they strong they strong arm a lot of the locations where the goods are, are available. So in, in general, I think people have just accepted that that's the status quo. Well, we're we're going to take that on headlong. I mean, I, I don't I don't tolerate it internally. Um, you know, we're going to continue to market the message so people understand that there's a different way to do things. You know, we're a, we're a hockey company. 
certainly we have top tier equipment, uh, some of the best in the world. In my opinion, we have the lightest stick ever brought to market. We have the only full carbon fiber skate. Um, you know, we have an incredible glove. We have incredible pant. Uh, we have an amazing partnership with a with a helmet company called Cav. It's all 3D printed custom helmets, most protective helmet in the game. Uh, we want to be different in every way. And as much as we have these hockey products, we're, we're as much an apparel company as anything else. You know, we we build incredible game wear and custom bags and um, we have practice jerseys and uh, we offer all of the off ice apparel options. I mean, we really take a lot of pride in our apparel program. Um, and then that's really all of it's supported and housed through the through the team store software. So making things really accessible and easy for people to access is is, uh, is what it's all about. There's there's so many good things happening with 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 all that, and and I think even with the the state of the world, with the economy and the affordability of hockey, um, you know, the, going straight to consumer and just doing those things online just makes so much sense to me. So like you know the the idea that I can get a, a quality product um, delivered right to me, and I don't need to go to the store, and and I can save money. Uh, really seems to tick all the boxes as a player and as a dad. So, yeah, there's there's so many good things that that I'm hearing uh, about Verbero and and the concepts around it. So, just acknowledging that. And you know, the other thing I wanted to touch on was uh, the taglines be different. And um, and I and I love that you uh, you know didn't necessarily go out and get a um, a, a main big name. NHL player as your your first Verbero athlete. Uh, please tell us about um, Blake Bolden and the relationship that you guys have and, and how that came about that, that she's your first Verbero athlete. Well, and, and I and I appreciate the opportunity to talk about, it. you know, we're uh, we really are we really are different every way and 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 um, we're not going to stop doing that we're we're not in an identity crisis of any kind we know exactly what we are exactly what we're up against and exactly how we have to be different um and 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 really as much as you know everything's so polarizing right now with the way the world is uh i i wouldn't have i wouldn't have i wouldn't have been able to pick a better ambassador for us than blake um despite everything that's going on you know because she's she's uh she, she and women's hockey in general probably embody uh, really what everybody needs to understand about our brand. I, we want to focus on hockey as a sport. It's not about like women's hockey is like it's this tiny little section in a catalog and, and men's hockey gets all of this. And we, we don't do roller. We don't do ball. We don't do it. Verbero is hockey. And we want to be known with hockey people. And in that regard, we want to make hockey accessible. And with accessibility, we can't talk about accessibility without talking about the women's market. We can't talk about it without talking about diversity. Uh, you know, and, and then we can't talk about any of it without talking about pricing, you know, price, like make it make it make it accessible for people. Um, so I I had a Sunday skate when I was living in California and uh you know, I, I'd show up for it, and it was a it was a very casual skate. There was usually mu music on, and um, I'd never really skated with a top tier women uh, woman hockey player, female athlete uh, before. And one morning, I came out, and and there was this beautiful girl on the other team skating, and like just wheeling up and down the ice, and I was just absolutely blown away with how good how good she was. And um, I had yet to meet meet Blake face to face, so I went up after the skate. And I don't know if she knew who I was from Adam or not. Uh, but I introduced myself and um, 
just told her how how impressed I was with with her mobility. Her, I mean, she shoots it over ninety miles an hour. She her lateral movement is as good as any male player I've ever played with. Um, and she was like, she's one hundred and forty five pounds, and she was shrugging off you know, 210 pound guys in the corner, like they weren't even there and shaking, baking them. I was just like, this is unbelievable. So I tell her this, we, you know, skate together a few more times and I haven't told her anything about Rubero and we start to develop a friendship. And I just asked her, I'm like, would you ever, ever have any interest in, you know, coming on and, and, and being part of our team? And she said, absolutely. So the relationship kept growing and um, we literally just delivered the, the final video hasn't been posted yet. She's been putting a few things out on her social media and so have we, but we uh, we set her up that we were going to shoot a video of her training because she she trains like a like a mad woman and, and uh, her 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 boyfriend Miles is is just an absolute badass trainer and he's just jacked and uh, he trains Blake and so we were going to set her up that we were going to do this um, you know do this uh, shoot of her you know just just training and talk to her a little bit more about this or that we we surprised her our our uh, you know, our head of director of R and D Neil Wensley. Um, came down from from uh, where he lives up in in, in uh, just the other side of LA and surprised her with the first ever uh, women her custom graphic stick for a woman for a female hockey player wow and we did a, we did a really killer um, graphic for Blake it's got so her her tagline's be bold well be bold and be different work really well together so it actually says be bold be different um, on on her stick it's got her signature on there it's got a really like sort of just murdered out graphic, which is what she wanted. And um, it just couldn't have gone, couldn't have gone better. And we're really starting to, to, to gather some, uh, some amazing momentum in the women's game. We're, uh, we're going to, we're taking it by storm. We've got uh, a lot of top name girls that are, uh, that are looking at joining our team. Um, it's like, we're going to get Bridget, Bridget Leggett and uh, you know, we're, we're, we're working on uh, finalizing a, a deal with their, with the alumni association and the, their players association and, and uh, helping them with their life after hockey program through, through uh, sales assistance with Rivero. So we're, we're, we're touching it all. And we're, uh, we're just trying to embody every day uh, what it means to be a hockey player what it means to 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 have a sense of community and a place that feels comfortable, and that's that's as much of what we're creating as anything else is really like a like a uh, you know a, a community of like-minded people, and it's really started to become the most incredible um, you know brother brotherhood uh, through the brand, which has been uh, which has been absolutely incredible to watch grow. Love it. Be bold. Be different. Uh, Barrow, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. They do. They do really go well together, don't they? I and yeah. I have this, and I now after mentioning all that, I do want to read this um, about Blake. Uh, she at at age twenty five became the first black woman to play professional hockey. Since then, she's become a three time NWHL All Star and the twenty nineteen Defensive Player of the Year. And at twenty nine, she's made strides off the ice, dedicating her time to helping young women of color get involved in the sport. And working with Black Girl Hockey Club, a nonprofit organization focused on inclusivity in hockey. And she also made history yet again when she joined the LA Kings to become the NHL's first Black woman pro scout. That's an amazing resume. Yeah, she's Blake. I, I can't say enough about her. Um, you know, this, her accomplishments are one thing, just the, the, the type of person that she is. She's so strong and, um, confident and um 
just just really uh, everything that you'd want to embody any brand, and let alone a hockey brand, you know. And she 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 uh, embodies perseverance and uh, and and kindness and thoughtfulness and connection and um, and passion and all of the things that really are uh, are so meaningful to me and and the reason why you know she's 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 the only ambassador we have for a reason. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, quantity is the way that we're going to operate. It's going to be all about quality, and um, we definitely, definitely started with, uh, with a really, uh, really incredible quality person out of the gates. Yes, you did. It's, um, it's, uh, yeah, definitely uh, quality over quantity, and um, you know, just looking ahead. Uh, for Verbero in the coming years, what's uh, what's the vision for the company in five or ten years? If you, you know, permission to think big, permission to 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 tell us um, any dreams that you have, I, where do you see the company in five to ten years or longer? Well, um, I see us at the forefront. Honestly, I really do. I, I know how progressive our program is. I know how connected we are. Um, Either through our rep force or, or personal relationships, I know uh, I know that we're we're going to blow people away with um, you know what it what it feels like to work with us. Just first and foremost, I mean, there's not a there's not another brand that has a a brand voice or a brand face, and and we're uh, we're bringing personality and a face and a voice uh, to a sport that deserves it. And beyond that, I think the sky's the limit. You know, I don't think there's any. Um, I don't think there's going to be any reason why we can't be as uh, be whatever we want to be. Um, and for me, I don't want to lose touch. I want to I want to always be in touch, and I want to be able to connect very intimately, um, you know, with guys like yourself, with uh, the teams, leagues, association we work with, with our with our rep force that's growing every day, every week. Um, you know, we we want to we want to keep the intimacy, and then outside of that. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see what's around the bend. I love it, um, and I, I love that it is. Verbero is uh, taking a hockey approach, and not just you know men's hockey or or, or ice hockey. Um, it's a hockey brand, and and you know it's a it's a beautiful brand. Tell us, tell us where um, we can direct people, and 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 even for anyone looking uh, for those opportunities to to maybe work with the company. Yeah, so I mean, uh, you know, you can find most everything at verbero.com. Our team stores are not housed for public consumption; they're uh, they're all pri private stores. Um, but I can certainly walk anybody through that if anybody's interested in finding more about um, uh, about our, our sales opportunities and the, the the way that we allow our reps to to grow their own rep forces. So in essence, you can work with your your best friends, your colleagues. You can there's no territorial exclusivity, so you can sell anywhere to anybody. Work with your best friends and colleagues. Um, we, we we set all that up in a way that's uh, very user friendly. Give every uh, every rep uh, or partner a, a dashboard where they can go in and basically see the sales in real time. We auto distribute all the commissions. Um, we make this really straightforward. Info at verbero.com is a, is a good place to to reach out if you have any of those requests and. Um, and uh, you, you'll hear back from us, and we'll send you over some more information. And it, we we make it pretty we make it pretty straightforward. I can assure you. Sounds good. I'll put a, a link to the to the Verbero site um, in with this show as well. Um, and yeah, just thanks again for doing this. I love I love your perspectives. I love your vision. 
Um, I love the opportunities that you're providing and, and I'm really looking forward to uh, watching this thing grow. Yeah, thanks, Brad. Like, likewise, and uh, it's great, great to connect with you and see your face. And uh, just let me know how we can uh, how we can connect on a deeper level when the time's right. All right, sounds good. Thanks a lot. All right, be well. Take care. A 14-year NHL veteran who built his career on reinvention, hard work, and perseverance. And now he's using those same traits to disrupt the hockey equipment and apparel space. Well done, Andy Sutton. And I think my favorite part of that interview was learning more about Blake Bolden. And I wanted to mention this. She was actually featured in the Sports Illustrated's The Unrelenting Issue, which lists sports most powerful, influential, and outstanding women who are speaking out setting the bar, and making a difference in sport. The list includes women from all walks of sports, including tennis superstar Serena Williams, ESPN analyst and broadcaster Doris Burke, and San Antonio Spurs assistant coach Becky Hammond. Definitely great company to be in. And with a motto of be bold, Blake really is the perfect fit for the Verbero brand of be different. And Verbero is definitely different in a number of different ways. The only on-demand and team direct sales force that is offering everything from equipment, apparel, gameware, bags, and accessories. For a complete list of their products, go to verbero.com. And for more information, email info at verbero.com. I wanna thank today's guest, Andy Sutton. And I also want to thank you, the listener. I appreciate you tuning in. And please, if you have enjoyed this podcast or have received any value, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you are listening as it helps others to find the podcast. And if you have any thoughts, feedback, or requests, please find and connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at Brad M. Lieb. And... Until next time, keep going and enjoy your life. See you next time. I think that went very well. <laughs>